and welcome to this bonus episode of Shameless, the pop culture podcast for smart people who love dumb stuff. You're joined not by Mission Zara, but by me, Annabelle Lee. In case you missed it, Mission Zara are on their media break for a few weeks, so I thought I'd jump on the mic and introduce myself. I've been the behind-the-scenes producer at Shameless Media for about a year now, and I absolutely adore editing the episodes you guys listen to every single week. So I thought it'd be cool to use this time while the girls are away to look back on some of my favourite moments of Shameless interviews. We've had so many incredible people join us since 2018, so what better than a deep dive into the archives? Today's theme is success. Now, success looks a little different for everyone, doesn't it? Some of us might be striving to achieve a specific end goal, and others, an elusive gut-feeling kind of happiness. Over the past couple of years, our In Conversation guests have directed my attention, and yours too, I'm sure, to just how personal the concept of success actually is. After hearing childhood stories and career highlights from some of Australia's most accomplished people, Mission Zara asked them, with all of their experiences in mind, how they define success. Whether it's in relation to family or work or something else entirely, the varied responses have been really thought-provoking. Today, I'd like to kick things off with an illuminating angle on success, which we heard last year in June when Mission Zara visited Sydney. Flex Mami is an author, podcaster, TV host and DJ who believes success doesn't have to be a future aspiration we must all slowly, tentatively inch our way towards over the course of a lifetime. Everybody feels like people and institutions are the barrier to their success. If I want to be where I need to go, I need to be around the smartest people. I need to, you know, go to uni for five years so I can hopefully be in a firm where I can study this or I need to, you know, study under that amazing person or or have that do that course. No, you just need to start. And people don't start. People don't do. Action is, they're just so stagnant. Mm -hmm. And again, it goes back to performing. Everybody loves to perform what it is to want to succeed. You have the conversation all the time. You you download the e-book, Seven Habits of Highly Successful People. You download it. You know, you might do an affirmation every now and then. You show up to work on time. You love feedback. You know how to send an, an assertive email. You do all the right things, but you're not doing the thing you actually want to do. I always say that my therapist said that I had a preoccupation with wasted time and that I'm always looking to gratify myself which is like tea but true and she's like you always take the big task and you push it away to the the busy little tasks that gratify you and we all do this on like a different scale so like people in nine to fives are always looking at the narrative of wanting to get out of the nine to five like get out into the big bad world and be a freelancer because you get all this time and all this money do you really want to be real Like, what do you actually want? What's your intention here? And people don't know what their intention is. I did it too. I said I wanted to be a DJ to get out of the monotony of my job, right? And so when I was a DJ, I was like, I want to be a DJ to share music and curate spaces. But then I was doing that for six months and it like wasn't that great. Oh no. Like I just liked the access that DJs had. I liked the resources. I liked the perception of it. I liked not being in a nine to five all the time. I liked getting paid to be myself. And so it's like, oh, my motivations were very different to what I was actually doing. And people get stuck in this cycle of failure because they don't know what their motivations are. So they keep doing the thing that they're supposed to do. I'll keep showing up. It's like, I'll keep taking a lower pay because that's what I should do. I won't have the hard conversations because I don't want to be a bitch. I won't tell anyone that I'm really dying inside. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, I'll show up to work when I'm sick because that's what a good person does. It's like, no, that's a good person narrative, but that is built in fairy tales. It's a fable. It's like, get out of this narrative of what a good person would do, what an aligned person would 
would do and just start doing and do it with intention and integrity stop role-playing what it is to be better everyone thinks that succeeding is binary i'm just gonna do it and then i'll do it right like i'm just gonna do it and it'll be done it's like no you do it to keep doing it to keep doing it to keep doing it courtney act is one of australia's shiniest exports she's a drag queen television star performer and writer The girl sat down with Courtney at the very start of the year as she was gearing up to host the 2020 Mardi Gras. I mean, success is wanting what you have, which I think one of the things that drives us is wanting more than what we have. (laughs) Although interestingly, like with budgeting, with money, if you have a budget and you know how much you're allowed to spend and you spend it, then you're like, oh, I did my job. But if you don't have a budget... Everything I would buy, I would feel guilty for buying because I'm like, oh, I should be saving. I shouldn't be spending that. And I think in a way with money, being like rich is having more money than you spend. Like if you've got money left over, then you're like, woohoo. <laughs> and I think maybe success is a bit like that. And in my mind, there's a level of success which I haven't quite reached yet, but I think it will satiate me when I get there. And it's basically just there's a level of financial comfort and also ability to just do what I love, which is tour around the world doing live shows. And I'm definitely on the path to that. And I kind of hope that in a couple of years, I will have that sort of career where I just get to tour with ease, with, you know, people to help carry the bags <laughs> and and get to do that. I don't know. And I guess at some point I want to stop doing that and want to retire. But for, for the for the next 10 years or so, I definitely see that I just want to tour around the world doing live shows. Making some kind of difference is definitely important for a lot of people with a platform. That drive to utilise their voice with impact is also one of Dylan Alcott's markers of success, which the author, athlete and disability advocate shared with Mission Zara a couple months ago. Uh, success to me is... I guess making a difference. It's not about money or Instagram followers. It's not about grand slams or gold medals. It really isn't. It's about making a difference in, in the, for my community and people that I care about. And success to me is being happy with the person that I am and living a happy life with the people that I love. And I mean that you'll, you'll all agree. The more fame you get, the more success you have. It's cool, but it is irrelevant to the actual things that matter in life. And I found that out early enough in my life and I'm so happy that I'm living the life that I live where I really am and hopefully my story helps other people. If not, hopefully it entertains. Business Chick's global CEO, Emma Isaacs, has encountered a ton of success career-wise. But when she joined us in August last year, Emma touched on private success outside of the business world. My biggest thing is wasting time. I'm like, yeah. my worst thing is to finish a day and feel like I haven't accomplished something. It's not about like having a to-do list and getting through stuff, but it's like, did I live a lot? Like, did I pack a lot of living into that today, you know? And we're in the US summer right now of that extraordinary, I think it's 10 weeks of school break. And I'm just like every single day, like, how can I get these kids to be having a great experience of life? And it's not Disneyland and whatever, but it's like, what can they learn? Like, I'm like, I mom really hard. Like, I have reading logs for all of them and like, I have their sight words on the kitchen wall. And like, I, I, re- I give it my all you know in every moment and I really and it's not to say I'm perfect like I there's many 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 moments where I'm like how do I outsource like two or three of them right now how do I get through the day (laughs) how do I get through the day how do I get rid of one of them how do I that happens all the time but I I do I really I've I've got this kind of not not elevated but one of my strengths is to be a bit futuristic and so I I know I'm going to be like 60 in five minutes you don't know about time until you start having kids and you're like 
she was literally just born yeah. and now she's 10. Yeah. You know, for me, I want to be able to use every single moment and like, we've got to go. We've got to, mm. we've got to get shit done. We do. So success is about being able to put your head on the pillow at night and be really proud of who you are as a person. It's less about what you do and less about the work you do, but it's who you are as a person and how you show up in the world and who you are to other people. That's what success is to me. Like Emma, Cyan Taid is a serial entrepreneur too and is the powerhouse behind social enterprise Hey Tiger. She joined Mission Zara for a chat in August last year and explained just how the success of her ethical, very, very delicious chocolate brand, I might add, changed her outlook on life. Hey Tiger really, really has made me incredibly happy. Something kind of experiential that I get to hand to people and they get excited And they get to like, I think food is like art, except you get to experience it with all your senses. So with Hey Tiger, I think I got to pair a lot of things that I'm passionate about. I wanted to be a chef when I was a little kid. So, you know, food that is incredibly enjoyable and experiential for people, something that's visually really beautiful. And the fact that people find it interesting and hopefully in a small way, it creates some sort of hope. I love the concept that a business can exist to kind of to benefit its community as opposed to benefiting shareholders. That to me I think is a really interesting concept. So the fact that no matter how Hey Tiger goes in the future, right like the fact that I gave that a really good crack and some people have been really passionate and excited about it, that to me gives me a huge amount of pleasure and happiness. Zoe Foster-Blake is widely regarded as one of the country's most successful people. She's written 10 books, is the founder of the ridiculously successful skincare business GoTo Skincare, and has the trust of hundreds of thousands of Australian women. Her definition of success was predictably authentic and honest. Success to me is being able to do what I love. There's that question that you say to people when you're challenging them when they're stuck in a tea, going, what would it look like if it were easy? To me, success is getting to the point where you go, it's not easy, but I'm enjoying it. I'm having a great time. And I do feel so successful in terms of I I have my family and I have my career and it's hard to juggle the two. Of course it is, but I've chosen to have both. And so I stand by it and I feel successful when I can, that I can have both, that I have the luxury of, of being able to have both. When the girls sat down with Jess Quinn in September 2019, they learned the disability advocate and influencer had effectively turned one of the most traumatic events imaginable, having most of her leg amputated as part of her cancer treatment, into a launching pad for an incredible life. Unsurprisingly, how Jess considers success almost 20 years later is still informed by the theme of survival. I think for me... Success would be creating something bigger than myself from what I went through. I think that's what I really want and it's why I'm trying to build stuff. I've just uh, launched a brand called All Bodies Welcome here because I want to create something that is not just Jess Quinn, if that makes sense. I want something bigger than myself that I can hopefully help a lot of people with, not just through my story but through what I've learned through my experiences and to me, All Bodies Welcome Here is about inclusion and diversity and helping people understand that literally all body is welcome here, whether it's size, ethnicity, whatever it is, gender. So, yeah, I think success will be, I guess, leaving behind not a brand, but just something that's bigger than me that I've taken from everything that I went through. In October last year, we heard how resounding the connection between success and happiness was for Marley Silver. 
Molly is the founder of Titters for Titters, as well as the podcast Always Was, Always Will Be, Our Stories. She finds there's little complication to sourcing happiness in her field of work when her job is so tightly and proudly tied to her identity. Success is happiness. Whatever it is that you're doing, if you're not happy while you're doing it, you're not successful. It doesn't matter if you're making tons of money. It doesn't matter if you do have thousands of followers on Instagram. If you're not happy and you don't feel good about what you're doing every day, it's not success. It's just kind of bumbling along trying to figure out life. I'm really lucky in the sense that my success is driven by my passion and the fact that there is nothing in this world that makes me prouder than to be able to say I'm an Aboriginal woman. And in knowing that every day of my life I'm I'm talking about my culture and I'm championing my people, that's success for me. And it doesn't matter that I'm never going to be a millionaire. <laughs> it's a true honour and it's exciting and surprising every day. And I would only wish that more women would would feel strong enough to just go out on a limb and follow your passion over everything else. For celebrity stylist and founder of her very own self-titled shoe brand, Lana Wilkinson's creative vision is brought to life on the canvas that is her business. When Lana came onto the podcast in April this year, she spoke about how making her customers and clients feel their very best brings her bounds and bounds of fulfilment. I think that success for me on this day today is to come out the other side, you know, but in saying that, we were already striving to make sure we were growing and getting bigger. I think for me, I'm fortunate that decisions that at the time I wasn't sure were going to be that critical, like not going too big too early. You know, I had a lot of great opportunities and offers to go big and I'm grateful that my instinct was like when you started to become a stylist, you, you took the slow and steady wins the race and I took the same approach with my product and I'm very grateful because it's put me in a great position to be able to scale. So for me, success looks like growing my brand, making people feel good. I think more than ever, people want to hear something good. So, you know, those times where people would say, oh, can you give me styling advice? Now I can. So what, what does that look like? So I think just trying to make people feel good in whatever that is, if it's through styling, if it's through reassurance, if it's through business, if it's through shoes, like we've just got to all get around each other. And, and that's what success looks like to me, being kind and, and really, I guess, making people feel good that's a legacy you leave and I think that that's what success looks like for me today. Actress and trans rights activist Georgie Stone was 19 years old when she jumped on the mic with the girls at the start of the year and while she no doubt still has countless accomplishments awaiting her in the future she currently finds success in the present. That has changed for me over time when I was really young I wanted I know this sounds really bad but I really wanted to be famous because I thought that that would change how people saw me and I thought finally you know that would be validation but that's definitely not the case now I think success is fulfillment in in some ways so that so that's feeling happy feeling like you have agency over your life over your identity feeling safe and feeling like you have control over your life and that's and that can be hard for everyone for all people no matter who you are no matter your gender identity or or sexuality or anything having agency over your life is something we all 
have to kind of learn and develop over time and that can change. But I feel like success is feeling kind of good in your place where you are right now, whatever that is to you. Earlier this year, during a visit to Melbourne, Isle of Paradise founder Jules von Hepp shared with us a refreshing reminder, just as Georgie did a minute ago, that success isn't strict or scary or this all-encompassing pressure to be a certain way. You can actually find success in the simple moments too. Success is measured in so many different ways and success is not what somebody else does, it's what you do. Achievements could be anything. Making a cup of tea when you're feeling so down and you don't want to get out of bed, that's a form of success because you've achieved. Success isn't always a flip chart and a boardroom and a pinstripe suit. As much as it might be for some people, success is just living your dream, killing life, enjoying yourself and having fun along the way. After detailing to the girls at the start of the year her long-term battle with mental health and how she spent much of her childhood in and out of foster care, writer and comedian Rosie Waterland spoke to us about a measure of success I've also had for as long as I can remember, even though, well, it might seem pretty out of reach for a lot of millennials. I really just want to move into a house that I never have to move out of ever again. Then I will feel successful. And I know that's such a basic dream, but I've honestly just, I don't know what it feels like to have the security of just one place that you live and you never have to move. So that's when I'll feel like I've made it, when I can buy a house and live in it forever. That dream home aspiration was a measure of success for comedian, actor, author and podcast host Matt Okine too. But now it's evolved, which he explained to the girls just a few weeks ago actually over video call during isolation. I used to think that success was, you know, having the most tickets sold and the biggest house and all that sort of stuff. And the more I'm realising it, it's like I love I love looking at houses on like domain or whatever and looking at big mansions and all that sort of stuff. It's just that that's what I really do to pass my time. I'm not, I know I'm not. It a literally consumer. sounds like you're inside our group chat. <laughs> Mine and Zara's chat to each other is just realestate.com links to each yeah, other. Yeah, I love it. I love it. I think about, you know, packing it all up, moving to some quiet apartment on the Gold Coast. You know, I, I am realizing more and more, it's like, it doesn't matter how nice your house is because you still have to live in your head. And so it just, for me, success is being content. And the more I'm in this, the more I'm realizing that 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 is completely within me and has nothing to do with anyone else. I used to think that's being successful when I was when I was living in a share house of four of us in Chippendale, and the place was a, a dump. You know, it looked like a cracked end day in day out, and and uh, we were partying all the time and just waking up feeling gross. And and uh, I used to think, oh, you know, if I can make enough money from comedy to uh to just make a little bit of music on the side I'll just that, then I'll have made it you know and then that happens and then you know you just want more and so I'm constantly having to remind myself that I'm successful now and this by by all accounts the material things that I own aside the life that I have and my the people the relationships that I have with my family and my partner and my daughter and my friends as well as having a roof over my head that I like and you know, food that I enjoy, by all accounts, I'm successful. So I just have to, it's just, a, again, it's a marathon. It's not a sprint. I just got to get to the end of my life and know that I was still in the race. 
Actress and singer Claire Bowditch had just written a widely adored memoir when she sat down with Shameless in November 2019, but shared that her definition of success covers all facets of life, big and small. It's not just about writing books, it's about the small, everyday things too. Success feels like I have something still to give and that there's something I'm still excited about. For for me, success is when I've had an idea, an inkling of somewhere where I could be useful or something that will be exciting to do, and then I do it and it is. You know, and that can apply to me for everything from literally from bread baking at home with a Julia from Ostro recipe or a Rhonda Hetzel, you know, jam making recipe to things like this, to writing a book. As a content creator for SBS, journalist and TV presenter Jan Fran finds success in certain moments as well, particularly the moment she sees her vision brought to life on screen or in writing, which she detailed to Mission Zara in October last year. How do I define success? I think I would define it as as the the manifestation of belief for me. Sometimes I think to myself, the, the, the most successful stories that I think I've had are the stories or the documentaries or, um, you know, the, the bits of content where I've had an image in my head and that has played out exactly how I wanted it to play out in my head in real life, where I've been able to kind of execute this particular vision that I had in my head and I thought, okay, that has been a successful thing for me. So, yeah, I guess I guess it's it's about it's about being able to bring to to manifest your own reality mm. and visualize what you want and and yeah and and enact that kind of bring bring that about. I wanted to end today's episode with a really unique perspective from Emma Carey. See, M is known as the girl who fell from the sky, the woman who is now a walking paraplegic after a near-death skydiving accident in Switzerland. And in November last year, when she sat down with Mission Zara at their Brisbane Airbnb, she explained how that very accident completely altered her outlook on success. Success to me, okay, this is going to be really deep. <laughs> when I when I think about success, I think about the the feeling that I had when I was about to die. I feel like I imagine that's how we would feel when we're old on our deathbeds. And I, when I thought I was about to die, did not feel like I'd lived my best life. That's such a phrase now. <laughs> Didn't live my best life. <laughs> Hashtag. Um, <laughs> and I, I hadn't done all the things I wanted to do. And I wasn't even the person that I wanted to be. I wasn't proud of myself. So I think that success is living in a way that when you, when you are facing your death, hopefully when we're very old, you can look back and be proud of who you are and you can you you wouldn't want to change anything because you really did hashtag live your best life. That is all for today's bonus episode of Shameless with me, Annabelle Lee. If you liked the sound of any of these In Conversation episodes, please head to our website, www.shamelessthepodcast.com. There you'll find our entire backlog of chats with a whole lot more remarkable people. Mission Zara will be back on the 29th of June, but until then, please do get excited for the shiny and new Shameless Book Club. 
At the start of every month, Mish, Zara and myself are picking a book for the community to read and we'll be jumping on a podcast episode together at the end of that month to talk all about it with you guys. I will pop a link to join the Book Club Facebook group in the show notes and I will be back yet again in your feeds next week for another bonus episode of Shameless, one I am very, very excited for you guys to hear. Have a lovely day and weekend and rest of the week and I'll be here next week. Bye. Hello guys, Mish here. I am the co-founder of Shameless Media. Thank you so much for giving us your ears and your mind and your time. We're so grateful. If you enjoy the stuff that we produce, may I recommend our brand new podcast, Style-ish. Style-ish, if you want to say it quickly. Style-ish, if you want to take the long way through. It is our podcast for all things fashion, brand, business, and beauty. If that is in your wheelhouse. If you care about style content, you will love this show. It is, of course, more than just a show as well. It is a newsletter. It is an Instagram feed. It is a TikTok account. There is so much good stuff going out on Stylish every single day starting now. So in your favorite app, search for Style-ish. Give it a listen. Give it a follow. We are an independent media company and we would be so, so grateful for all your support. That's all for me, guys. Check out Stylish and have a good one.